Skoden. Skoden. I'm Isaac Sims, and this is Flyover Film Country, a podcast about places oft forgotten by Hollywood. On today's episode, we are going to cover season one of the FX Hulu series, Reservation Yes, we are. And um, I would like to point out that we are not covering She-Hulk or the uh, the feminist wins of that Marvel show. Um, Olivia, we've covered many, many franchises in mass ip property or mass ip this year have we have yes uh i think it, it yeah, how like are you almost... feeling about about it <laughs> truthfully it feels like we were getting pretty tired of it weren't all we all <laughs> we've done and it wasn't until we did nope that i was like oh this is what it's like to do something that isn't a franchise so we, yeah, if yeah. you uh if you listen to our nope episode, you will remember at the beginning of that we all said, "Man, it's really nice to be talking about something that's not <laughs> Star Wars or Marvel or Stranger Things." Yeah, yeah. Well, and it was just I don't know. I just I think that doing something outside of the the franchise, like wheelhouse, is just really nice. It is. It is. So. So we're going to take a pause on the franchises for now. This doesn't mean that we as a flyover team will never come back to them. But I think that we just all want to come back to the heart of this podcast. Yes, like Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Like naturally, you know, deep in Canada. Not, no, Isaac. Deep in was, Toronto. No. <laughs> it Scott Pilgrim takes place in Toronto, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause where he was dating a high schooler in the magical land of Toronto, Toronto Canada. Canada. Scott Pilgrim was dating Scott, a high schooler. Scott Pilgrim is dating a high schooler. Um, let's just keep going. Let's just start reciting Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Line for line, back and forth. Let's no, go. does it? Well, after that, isn't it a uh, Allison Pill who's like, you're dating a high schooler? Yeah. 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 We've seen yeah. it. We've seen it too many times. Yeah, I actually watched it, rewatched it recently, and I was really? like, "This is still so good." Yeah, so good. It was great. We were gonna rewatch it on Thursday, but we ended up rewatching The Northman, which is Ooh. so good. And oh my gosh, love it. Anyway, um, going going back to our yes, our, main our announcement. Point. Our, our whole announcement. point. We we will we will come back to Marvel. Um, I think that what and this is. I've I've told you this, Olivia, but for our mm-hmm. listeners to understand where my head was at, I think that I was trying to like have us do everything. Um, do like we could cover Marvel and we could do like the the fun stuff that re- relates to or reflects our you know high school experiences in small towns in Arkansas, um, and and quote unquote flyover experiences across the country and world but i think that we've learned from this year that we can only do one thing at a time mm-hmm. and um that we're limited on time and so we're pivoting back um very intentionally and so we have a 
a great lineup the rest of the year um, that will roll out, um, you know, between now and December. And then we're going to do our best to, to really stick to um, covering filmmakers from flower country and stories about flower country. So we're really excited. Yeah. So unless someone wants to start paying us to do this full time, we're not going to be able to do it. I would be down for that. I am not going to be opposed to that. Uh, I, it would be difficult, I think, to give up my job as a therapist, but if this pays me more, then I'll do it. Here's the thing. I love art. I love money too. I also love I love money. being able to live comfortably. You know, it would it's it's a nice idea. I don't understand what it's like personally, but it seems really great. Yeah. To to be able to live comfortably. Exactly. One of these days. One of these days we'll know what it means. Yeah. Um Live Dog, you want to talk about res dogs? Let's talk about some res dogs. Have we All talked right. about how on this podcast, have we talked about how in college I would call you Live Dog? I don't actually know. I don't if know if we have that. Yeah. I and I don't know. know if I've ever I have called you that on the pod, right? I wanna say yes, but I actually really don't, we don't know. know for sure. Yeah. Because you call me that all the time. Yep. And so I just assumed you have called me that on the on the podcast, but I, I think don't once know. I think once we hit record, I try to um assimilate into like a different persona that's a little bit professional and like fast paced and I don't think I've ever called you Live Dog. That's that's but we're covering res dogs. So stop being so that's Luda. That's Luda. <laughs> no, this is ludicrous. Mo- no, I'm just kidding. Mo- we're not gonna we're not gonna sing ludicrous. Roll out. Um let's talk about res dogs. Y'all, let let's just say at the top, we are also um moving forward, we're gonna be playing with different types of episodes. So we're gonna have some that are longer, um, like nope, um, or like big flyover movies. And then we're going to have some that are shorter. We don't know how long uh, this episode's going to be. But um, then we're going to have other episodes that are just like revisiting flyover classics. It's like uh, we have a big letterbox list that we're going to be pulling random movies from. But those episodes may only end up being like 20 to 30 minutes. Um, and then we'll have some episodes where me or Olivia or Walter will just update y'all on stuff that we've been watching or um some thoughts that we have and those will be between five and ten minutes so who knows how long this episode is going to be um but just want to be very brief at the top reservation dogs is one of the best tv series of the last five years Mm -hmm. maybe 10 years um we don't watch tv comprehensively we don't um uh but I feel like both of us pay attention to what critics are saying. Um, and Reservation Dogs is consistently like one of the most loved and discussed TV series airing right now. So it is we're we're coming at this with like a uh an attitude of of love, as you will see here why Olivia and I love it. But mm-hmm. we just wanted to start start at the top. This show rules. You should watch it. Um, it's worth your time. So, mm-hmm. Olivia, what? Where should we start? 
So, well, let's just summarize the show. Yeah. So this show centers around four Native American teenagers growing up on a on a reservation in eastern Oklahoma, which feels like such an oversimplification of this show. While also that's exactly what it is. Yep. So season one specifically, like we we see these teenagers doing really kind of whatever they can to to raise money, which mostly involves them stealing stuff. Uh, like the very first scene shows that in episode one shows them stealing a truck that has a bunch of like chips and stuff in it from a gas station so they can pawn it off mm-hmm. to some meth heads. They're little and hooligans. They're hooligans. They yeah. are hooligans through and through. And so so they're trying to raise money to escape to California, which it is such such an Oklahoma like that's I feel like anyone who <laughs> yeah. grew up in in Oklahoma or Arkansas or anywhere in the flyover state that's their dream is to either move to New York or to California or yeah like else. or somewhere else exactly yeah cough break cough break so sorry uh so yeah so that's that's the gist of the show uh you see that these these kids lost one of their friends like a year before the show takes place and throughout the the course of season one you see how like what happened to him but that is something that really like i think really bond like one it bonded them they're they were all friends and close before but that i think really solidified a lot of things for them Mm -hmm. but it also drives them in different ways yep so so the show was co-created by Sterling Harjo and Taika Waititi, who we all know Taika Waititi, right? Um, yep. Well, we do The Shadows, director for Thor Ragnarok and Love and Thunder. Um, Discussed earlier this summer. <laughs> we talked about him earlier this summer. Sterling Harjo, however, he's originally from Holdenville, Oklahoma, which is about an hour and a half southeast of Oklahoma City. And he's directed several short documentaries focusing on Native Americans. He's written uh, a couple of feature films that I think have just been like real like low key, um, but they were all about Native Americans as well. Uh, there is an Atlantic article written by David True where that's talking about Sterling Harjo and how he and Watiti met 20 years ago, and Watiti reached out to him about five years ago and was like, "Hey." I have a deal with FX. Mm-hmm. Do you have any ideas for a TV show? And so they swapped ideas back and forth and eventually Reservation Dogs was born. And then Watiti took this idea, pitched it to FX. And the next day they got a deal for a pilot. And so Harjo's whole whole heartbeat behind this was he wanted to have a Native American show that was for Native Americans not just for white people because so often native americans are portrayed as as this i mean the stereotypical like what you see in like westerns right like the native american is to help the white man is to do something for the white man and not just be themselves so Mm -hmm. yeah it's um that that is one thing you know earlier this summer when we talked about Thor Love and Thunder, I think all of us were of the consensus that that movie could have used a, 
a foil of a, be it a producer or executive producer who had kind of like reined in Taika. Um, and I feel like here with Reservation Dogs, it's a little bit of a different story because in some ways you can feel his influence. And in other ways, mm-hmm. this feels very unlike Taika in that it is, it, it really feels like uh, Sterling Harjo's mm-hmm. voice and telling. And, and I think that the humor is maybe enunciated more by Taika Waititi, um, even though he is an executive producer and he signs off and like is um, so, uh, ostensibly very involved with the production of this show. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of amazing that, and it's, I think it says a lot about who he is as, as a person that he tr- brought on someone and let them have like a spot on FX, like one of the greatest uh, television studios and distributors mm-hmm. at the moment. Like it's pretty, it's pretty cool that he, that he did that. And yeah. I hadn't really thought about it until recently. Yeah. I don't know if I've really like put that much thought into it until, until recently as well, because yeah, he could have, he could have just been like, all right, I'm the great or idea. Like, or like another, what we do in the shadows. I mean, we got to point out like, mm-hmm. He's what we do in the shadows is also like critically acclaimed. Um, it's but also really he's doing funny. and it's yeah, it's very funny. Um, and he's also doing Our Flag Means Death on HBO, mm-hmm. and it's like he's how does this man sleep? You know, I don't know <laughs> like, how this dude sleeps. Yeah. He's probably doing a lot of cocaine though, you know, yeah, that's true. Like, Did, how else would have you read reports about him, like with like him partying and like crazy stuff that he's done. Have you read anything like that? Cause I've heard some like pretty wild. I've heard some stories. Wild yeah. 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 He and Rita Ora got married recently. Did you I see saw that? that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I imagine that I, I kind of said that as a joke, but also it wouldn't surprise me if that's what was happening for yep. him. Yep. So, but hey, yeah, if you gotta I, make art. Sometimes you gotta, no, I'm just kidding snort some nose candy yeah it's that sweet nose candy sweet, anyway sweet nose we're candy. trying to keep it uh pg for the kids but anyway for the kids anyway so yeah but uh i don't know where i was going yeah um so sorry i was the, wrapped up on the nose candy thing the show reservation dogs I think like the biggest praise I can get it is that A, you can watch it without stopping and B, in terms of flyover, like staples. Mm-hmm. Okay, like I want you to, driving down your street, like in Fort Smith, coming home from school mm-hmm. or like church, would you ever see like just a pile of trash in someone's yard? Yeah, Okay. Absolutely. Because I I did too some sometimes like yeah in Little Rock I would see that, and that is like in Reservation Dogs like there's trash everywhere like none of the yards are mowed. Um, well, there's stray the dogs. Episodes, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, in one of the episodes, there's a a chicken that's just around. Yeah. yeah. It just comes up in the driveway. Yeah. It's just like it. This. 
the way and especially the way they film it it looks like this like dreary like worn down place mm-hmm. where people are kind of like just trying to get by but also like there are really interesting good people living there yeah so it's not like it's not really pessimistic it's like yes it's kind of a depressing backdrop but also like very sweet in how it treats its characters yeah yeah i think that that one of the the themes of the show is community and what that means and i i think that that's something that our our four protagonists have to like cut like wrestle with and figure out what that means to them uh community and identity and and like yeah you can talk about how like some of those houses look like bad houses the Mm -hmm. like the yards are not taken care of you know (laughs) cough break sorry cough break and and all that like no it's not Bel Air, but at the same time, though, that doesn't really matter. What matters is the people who are there and who you share your time with and who you spend your time with. Yep. Um, and, and how can you better those around you? Yep. Um, and, and I think that's what I, I think that's something we don't learn until we get older, or we don't, we don't. Maybe we learn it, but we don't value it until we get older, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, so I think that's something that these you see these kids wrestle with throughout season one is what does it mean to be a part of this community, and how much of this, like, how much do I want to identify with this community? Yes, because I mean, like, and that's something that they hit on pretty early where like you and I don't have don't have specific like family heritage and ties to land um and that is like constantly part of the conversation um whether it's like how the reservation works um in terms of it's like police jurisdiction with you know the police uh, Officer Big, who's so funny, played by uh, Zon McLarnon. Um, Man, yeah, he's so he's so good and so funny. The ride along episode with him and Cheese is uh, really really great. It's great. It's so good. But that but so in in all those ways, like I think the mo- the episode that's most pronounced in in this like this um connection that native americans have to like the land that their ancestors owned and lived on and grew up on and had families on and for for as far back as they could remember is when um willie jack played by paulina alexis goes out with her dad mm-hmm. um who i think is it was her dad's leon right yes yeah played by john proudstar um, they go out hunting on, on land that is owned by some like Texan ranchers. Mm-hmm. And they're th- that's like a main theme of conversation um, 
or it's a main a main theme of that episode is like she tells him i want to move i don't want to stay here there's nothing for me here and he says i have my family and you know like my family's land here like even if i don't own it i still have an attachment to it mm-hmm. and it's just something that like it's it's not like mystical or like over the top as um has been portrayed typically throughout hollywood through the years it's very respectful it's very um sensitive and very emotional i think mm-hmm. um ultimately yeah. yeah and that that episode in particular was was really man it that one got me whenever she's out there hunting with her dad yes yeah that man that was real rough and and i think that it's easy to overlook the fact that the way that native americans have been treated happened several years ago i mean it's the same way that people try to brush what ha- has happened to how how like black people have been treated in america like yep. oh it happened you know so long ago and it's like yeah but that has been carried out throughout all of our history yep um and, and so so i think that that you know how can we reconcile these things is is a really good question and then i think also like the attachment to community and to the land like you said it's it doesn't have to be this hokey mystical thing that i think that we often see being portrayed for native americans in or by hollywood Mm mm-hmm so um in the it's it's funny too like conversely like it is the show is very i'm trying to think of like like fx is very good at delivering very very touching one moment and then absolutely like crying your eyes out laughing hilarious Mm -hmm. and then also like oh shit like in mm-hmm. the like all within like five minutes of each other mm-hmm. um atlanta is that way um fargo is that way they fx just has an incredible curation of um of tv producers and showrunners who who have that touch and this show is no different and in terms of the spirituality like conversely in i think every episode except maybe one um there's like a spirit of mm-hmm. an indian warrior who was killed be at uh the battle with uh, with a uh, general bighorn? custer yeah <laughs> that bit little bighorn um because his horse stepped in a gopher hole and he <laughs> fell <laughs> he was killed like falling off his horse no because his horse landed on him yeah oh yeah okay that's what it was yeah but he just shows up and gives random advice to like various characters and it's really really funny it's really funny so it's consistently i think the funniest part of every episode so that that one of the reasons why they have that character in there and i can't remember if it's in the atlantic article i think it's in the new york times article where i was i read that um but harjo said that that 
in order to not completely alienate the uh the white audience he wanted to like kind of bring them in on the joke too and be like see isn't this ridiculous how how like native americans are typically portrayed um because he's that's like poking fun at the way that native americans are typically portrayed in hollywood and movies and stuff yeah while also like bringing in everyone on the joke and not just being like and as a white guy it feels great to be in on the joke you know yeah i love inside jokes i'd I'd love to be part of one one day there's also like the the cast we mentioned um we mentioned the main four alora bear cheese whose pronouns are he him uh and willie jack um there are two their twins uh mose and miko who ride around on their bikes and they rap and it's they're hilarious like they they're just kind of so show up great. at random points um maddie uh Cardrapol, who has shown up he was actually in stranger things um for like one scene in season three or something like that. Um, was it right? Was it season three? Do you remember him? He like works at the video store with Steve. Oh, but he's been in every, he's like been everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah he yeah, plays yeah, yeah. Ansel. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. I know yeah. who you're talking about now. Yeah. He, yeah. He's like, he's the guy who's in that one thing. Like he yes. shows up and everything. He's been in several like commercials for yep. things. Yeah. Yeah, great. I mean, yeah, great cast. Already mentioned Zane McLarnan. Um, he plays the mystical or or like the the police officer for the reservation who locks himself out of his car and just finds really crazy situations like a bunch of fish in the middle of a field for no reason. Mm-hmm. Um there's a flashback with him and like it's some sort of like demon right uh that's really cool are you talking about the deer lady yeah okay so like not a demon but like a some sort of avenging spirit yeah Yeah. so i was talking about that i was talking about the show with one of my friends who who is native and she was saying that like her family does not talk like does not even acknowledge the dear lady like, really yeah and i couldn't i because uh, she, she like wouldn't even say dear lady while we were having Ooh. this conversation so i was like okay i'm not gonna press you on why why you don't want to talk about it but it was just so fascinating because she was like i can't believe they even had an episode about it uh um, that's cr- that's really yeah. crazy because it's really it's it again like and and it just you know, I'm going to wax eloquent for a second on that episode. Big, the police officer is with Cheese, pronounce he, him, um, on a ride along and because Cheese wants to be a detective when he grows up and he keeps saying, not a police officer, I want to be a detective and it hurts Big's feelings, but it's really funny. Um, and he asks Big, what made you want to be a police officer? And he said, I can't tell you, it's too it's too special or whatever. And then he ends up telling him the story about the deer lady, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. At the end, he tells, he tells him the story. Yeah. And she so, doesn't believe him, but yeah, he goes, you can't tell anyone that I told you the story. And she's goes, I'm probably going to tell my friends. He's like, okay. So, but, uh, but he, 
as a young boy, Biggs saw the dear lady kill two people in like a gas station robbery and then ended mm-hmm. up seeing her again at his grandmother's funeral. Um, so, so and it's I very, killed... it's like kind of, it's a little bit scary, but also like kind of bringing you into this sort of this spiritual world mm-hmm. that, that, um, you know, native Americans really believe in. Yeah. And, and experience like, like I, I believe that. <laughs> so Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I Googled dear woman or dear lady and, um, she apparently is a spirit in Native American mythology uh, who, to those who have harmed women and children, she is vengeful and murderous and known to lure men to their deaths. Hmm. Um, and has been found in multiple indigenous American cultures. Um apparently you can banish her through the use of chanting and tobacco gotcha anyway that's like i mean that that is one episode that's really good that's one of my favorites um there's another great episode where uncle brownie who is alora's um like second cousin or um, like that yeah he's like their second cousin but he calls they call him uncle brownie um so yeah so often in native american culture like people are nieces and nephews even if they're not um people are aunts and uncles even if they're not necessarily technically that so whereas like like you and i wouldn't say that our like our dad's uncle is our uncle we'd say that's our great uncle they would still say that's their uncle you know like yeah or or their cousins like our cousins children aren't our nieces or nephews but that's what they would call them you know does that make sense yeah for sure so that i think and that goes back to i think this idea like what we were talking about the theme of community and and just uh what it means for like family and family encompassing more than just those who are you're immediately related to yeah yeah um one of the big things you know to where the show will get very heavy is the main through line of like why the why the gang wants to leave um it's you know kind of precipitated by the death of their friend the previous year i believe they like Mm -hmm. at one point it's they go to his grave and it's been about a year right yeah 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 and um yeah what what were your thoughts on that and like kind of how it speaks to the you know native americans intergenerational trauma and because again like if sterling harjo had brought a show to fx and it was like this is about like native americans intergenerational trauma like may not have gotten sold um but the show very much is about that like it but it's holistic in its depiction um of of native americans to its credit 
Um, but yeah, what the the things with um what's their friend's name? Jacob Daniel. Daniel. Um very difficult to watch, very sad. Um, I don't know, what are your thoughts as a as a therapist? So well, so Native Americans have I think the highest suicide rate of any um race ethnicity in mm-hmm. in the country so yeah i mean they have one of the highest suicide rates they have one of the highest um addiction rates uh i think specifically with alcohol but you know that that i think is is just kind of a more of a generalized addiction rate so there is a lot of a lot of mental health issues that are being overlooked and as like as a therapist just as a person it was so sad to it's I think it's episode seven when Alora comes across Daniel's body mm. um Alora finds that Daniel has um has hung himself and Man, that was just that was really heartbreaking because it's this is just a kid, and uh, you see how 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 suicide has such a ripple effect across a community. Whether whether you the the they were close to that kid or not, like you can see how it impacted these four kids, but also their parents. And I mean again going back to that episode with willie jack hunting with her dad like her dad was so sad about that too and and i don't want to skip ahead to necessarily season two but like some some of that comes up more in season two with some of the other adults as well and so we'll talk about that next time but you know like that's that's part of it And, and Again, I was in that Atlantic Atlantic article. Slow down, Atlantic article. I was referencing earlier. Uh, Harjo said that every native has someone like that. They have a Daniel, um, and I don't even nec- not to take away from that. I hope this isn't me going like, well, us too. Um, and if it is, tell me, and I'm gonna stop talking about it. Um, I think most people do you know like most people have someone that they lost at too young of an age mm-hmm. whether it was through it was you know died by suicide they got sick oh like a wreck or some sort of accident like or self um, yeah self-inflicted in in some way yeah like i think what i love so much about the show is how universal it is and, and i think that Yes, it is very much specific to Native American, but I think also it highlights more that it it just emphasizes that people are more alike than they are different. Yes, absolutely. And and specifically like you hinted at the you know that Native Americans and I mean as you said African Americans earlier like have just been those demographics have been so specifically ravaged by like the, the sins of America, of the United States of America um, since, since its inception. And 
and and that is you know important to remember mm-hmm. um and and to that's why stories like reservation dogs are so important mm-hmm. um and meaningful that they're that they're on the air yeah yeah and to to tell this story and to to give people a voice i think and so i think that this is something that that we can all relate to of man this is a tragedy that these kids are going through i mean i know that when i was in high school i think like three or four kids died by suicide when i was in high school yeah like two of them that was i think two of them were in like a year like my sophomore year yeah and and so like it happens yeah entirely too often yeah it does so it's it it is again it is a through line of the show basically after daniel's death um really affects his four friends um and they all they all kind of you see glimpses of how each of them are dealing with their sadness and mm-hmm. it becomes to a head in the final episode between Alora and Bear um Bear who kind of humorously um masquerades as like the leader quote unquote uh-huh. of their gang but um and 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 that he's particularly you know wounded by Daniel's passing and Alora just kind of rightfully so points out that she was the one who found his body and that it's particularly painful for her and that she actually wants to follow through on leaving and starting a new life and um don't want to spoil the the final um the, that outcome of yeah. the finale of season one um because we want you guys to go watch it but you 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 it is a through line and especially gets very sad like in the, i guess that's the second to last episode of the season where you yeah. get to see a lot of daniel's story and kind of what happens with him um but this show is everything it is hilarious it's sad makes you think it has great performances um i'm really excited to watch season two you are watching it week to week right now right what days does it air do you know Ooh, that's a good question let me I feel like it's thursdays but i don't know off the top of my head let me check but we will be doing um once season two concludes we will do another recap episode of season two reservation dogs so get ready for so that. the episodes come out on wednesday and then i think they're on hulu the next day so on yeah. thursday cool. uh so we are currently on episode five that is the newest or the most recent episode there are going to be 10 episodes in this season and so as we get closer to or once the the season finale airs we will do a another episode over season two yep and just kind of talking about where our thoughts were how we feel about these characters now how we feel about what happens they, at the end have, of season one. Right. Yeah. How they've grown. Yeah. Um, Olivia, you have any final thoughts before we kind of wrap up? 
No, I mean besides my, go watch Reservation Dogs. That's, I, I was know gonna that's say, like the that's third my, time I've said my, it. My final thought is like this show it'll make you laugh and cry and be like, what? All in the matter of, of a scene and in the best way, I think it's it's probably one of the greatest shows on like you said earlier, like one of the greatest shows on right now and probably yep. one of the greatest shows in the past uh five years probably 10 years it's it's filmed in oklahoma i mean to me yeah. as an oklahoman i i it's the first obligated. apparently first like full tv series to be filmed completely in oklahoma which is amazing yeah. it's also one of the first i think it's the first tv sh- series to be completely com- like the cast and crew is almost exclusively not exclusively, entirely uh, Native Americans, and mm-hmm. which is also really cool. And so, yeah, so, like, as an Oklahoman, I feel obligated, but also it's not an obligation to watch the show. It is a great joy to watch the show. Yep. So, one, of the, one of the truest and best flyover stories that we've had the joy to experience and talk about on this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, whenever you said you uh differentiated between exclusively and um specifically uh bill burr has a great role oh my gosh his episode was great like like he shows up he's like one like yeah he's like the only white person i think in the entire series except for white steve white steve yeah yeah, yeah. and the meth heads And and the meth heads at the scrapyard. Yeah, but then both of them, both of the, those guys, uh, like with um, Maddie, I forget his last name, who we um, mentioned earlier, who who is in the commercials and shows up mm-hmm. everywhere. Both of them like kind of claim to be Native American, and like you get the sense that maybe they have American, like Native American blood, but they're not like really <laughs> Native American. So okay, also that is like that is an Oklahoma thing too. Like yeah. every 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 Oklahoman is like, oh yeah, I'm native. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure native. native. American. Yeah. Sure. Um, which like warning, warning, warning. I also can't really be like, no, you're not because no one, you can be I'm like, Mexican. okay. <laughs> yeah. No one, no one ever thinks I'm Mexican, even though I, I am. Yeah. So, but anyway, but everyone in, o- in Oklahoma is like, yeah, I'm, I'm probably part native some, somewhere down the, the line, but yeah. Yeah. But but yeah, Bill Burr is really incredible. I like it kind of made me realize like oh, he's like really talented. Like he's like he's had a great uh career as a comedian. Um but this I think his episodes on The Mandalorian are like really really good, especially yeah. the one in season 2. That's a really dramatic and fascinating performance from him. Um Anyway, yeah, so Bill Burr is great in this show as well. Mm-hmm. And I, he got he gets in the car or whatever, or no, he comes outside, and I'm like, is that Bill Burr? I was like, that's Bill Burr. And then he's yeah. like in the whole episode. So yeah, yeah, great. That was anyway. that was also a really good episode. Every yeah. episode's good. What are what am I saying? Every literally every single really episode good. is awesome. So, so yeah, Isaac, what are your final thoughts? Go watch this. Bill Burr's great. The the big four res dogs um 
Bear, Laura, Cheese, and Willie Jack are all really funny and awesome and are like kind of fully, almost fully developed by the end of the series in a really sweet, sad mm-hmm. way. Um, and this, this really, like these episodes are shorter too. They're like 20 minutes, 25 minutes long. Yeah, you can power um, through this. Yes. The first season pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. So- just go watch this. It's awesome. Um, yeah. Season two is airing right now, so you can catch those yeah. on Thursdays. And our next episode is going to be Don't Worry, Darling, um, which weirdly is coming under a lot of fire <laughs> for a lot I, of different reasons. It is so many we, different reasons. That's going to be a, that's going to be, we need to start taking notes and building our dossier, Olivia. I, that's going to be a fun and interesting episode. Because who knows if that movie is going to be good. I we'll talk about this. I don't want to talk about this right now. I yeah, save I just it. Want to save it for the pod on Reservation Dogs. Yeah, we'll talk about. Don't worry, darling. Yeah. When we get to it. Yeah. So that's like uh, September 9th, I believe, or Does something it come like out that. that. Soon. Yeah, I think so. Oh. I think like two weeks from now. Sweet. Yeah, it's gonna Happy be great. Happy birthday to me. Yeah. Seriously. So. Anyway. Alrighty. Should we uh should we go down and get some fried catfish? Scoot uh, in. Scoot in. What's the name of the place they go eat the fried catfish? Something in Cleo's. Yeah, Mama Cleo's. No, it's like two names. Oh, That's what happens when you watch the whole series in one day. I like don't remember any of the important details. I don't remember. Any. Um, but anyway, thank you for listening to this episode. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe. Um, please share this with anyone you know who likes reservation dogs or um, needs reservation dogs in their life. And um, our art is by Macy Lemus. I'm trying to remember how to do this because I don't have it in front of me. Uh, our art is by <laughs> artwork is by Macy Lemus. Our theme music is by Cord and Jocks. They're both little rock artists. Please go check them out. Our next episode is going to be Don't Worry Darling, and we'll follow that up with a season two recap of Reservation Doggos. It's going to be awesome. Nice. Nice. Olivia, are you going to go outside and swing an axe around and yell at the storm to make it go away? Yeah, I might have to to pull an Uncle Brownie and do that because, I mean, it's looking pretty dark outside. So. The thunder has stopped, though, so hopefully I don't have to do that. I have to find an axe, though. Yeah. You don't have one? I'm just kidding. You live in an apartment. No, I have a hammer. I don't have... I Our axe got lost when we moved oh, I'm to sorry. Little Rock. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you lose an axe? I don't know. It's probably not... I'm a pretty responsible person, but that makes me seem like I'm not, so... It's also like a little hand axe. It's not like it's like a hatchet. A hatchet. Yeah. Bury the hatchet. Yep. Bury the hatchet and watch Reservation Dogs. That's it. That's it. Let's go. Let's go in. Let's go in.